Good morning. Welcome to the Marketing Minutes Podcast. My name is Patrick Laffin, and today is Thursday, July 14th, 2022. All right. So let's get started by taking a look back at performance from yesterday. The NASDAQ finished down 0.15%. The S&P 500 finished down 0.45%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished down 0.67%. And lastly, the Russell 2000 ended the day down 0.12%. In terms of sector performance, the best performing sectors yesterday were consumer discretionary and consumer staples. Consumer discretionary finished up 0.86%, followed by consumer staples, which ended the day up 0.01%. The worst performing sectors yesterday were industrials and communication services. Industrials finished down 1.20%, followed by communication services, which ended the day down 1.07%. The market finished lower yesterday after the June inflation reading came in at the highest level since 1981, which caused widespread concern among market participants that the Fed may be forced to get more aggressive in order to tame runaway inflation. But before we get into all the excitement from the trading session yesterday, let's talk about that highly anticipated CPI release. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that the consumer price index soared 9.1% year over year, which was well above the expert consensus estimate of 8.8%. And that reading marked yet another month of the fastest pace for inflation going back to December of 1981. Core CPI, which excludes volatile food and energy prices, increased 5.9% year-over-year, which also came in above the consensus estimate, which was 5.7%. Now, on a month-to-month basis, headline CPI rose 1.3%, while core CPI was up 0.7%, and both of those readings were also well above the consensus estimate. Taking a closer look at the numbers, energy prices increased 7.5% month-over-month, and 41.6% year-over-year. Food prices, as measured by the food index, jumped 1%, while shelter prices, which account for almost one-third of the CPI number, increased by 0.6% for the month and by 5.6% year-over-year. In addition, this was the sixth month in a row that food prices at home increased by at least 1%. Now, the key takeaway from this release is that, on an initial level, the numbers seem to counter the narrative that inflation may be peaking. But one thing that is crucial to keep in mind with inflation data is that it is backwards looking. Regardless, the CPI data spooked investors and contributed to the overall growing fears that the Federal Reserve will need to get more aggressive in its fight to tame rising prices. Following the release of the CPI data, as expected, the market sold off at the open, with the three main equity indices dropping at least 1%. However, the market battled back from the morning lows after an article in the Wall Street Journal citing a Fed insider stated that the Fed is likely to increase the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points in July, which seemed to calm the growing concerns over a 100 basis point increase. And this release not only calmed investors, but it slightly boosted overall sentiment. Further adding to the overall sentiment was leadership from the mega caps, who helped support the market during the initial sell-off and supported the wider market as it bounced back following the release of the article. 
And if you look at any of the major domestic equity indexes, you will see a similar pattern for yesterday, where the market shot up at about 10.30 a.m. following the release, only to then bounce around between slightly positive and slightly negative territory throughout most of the afternoon, before ultimately dipping into the close. And that end-of-the-day dip caused the major equity indexes to close the day in the red, muddying the what would have been very impressive bounce back after the disappointing inflation data. All in all, only two sectors, consumer discretionary and consumer staples, finished in positive territory yesterday. The other sectors showed losses ranging from energy's 0.1% decline to the 1.2% decline seen in industrials. Now, I mentioned the mega caps displaying leadership earlier, and that continued throughout the day and through the close, as the Vanguard mega cap index outperformed the broader market for the whole day. Meanwhile, in the treasury market, the spread on the 2- and 10-year yields continued to flash warning signs. And yesterday, the spread reached its lowest level of inversion since late 2000. The two-year Treasury yield spiked 10 basis points to end the day at around 3.13%, while the 10-year yield fell 5 basis points to end the day at around 2.9%. So in conclusion, it was a volatile day following the release of the highly anticipated June CPI data. Now, I think how the market opens today will be very telling on where sentiment stands regarding the Fed. Regardless of what happens, though, as always, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Moving on to headlines. Yesterday, the World Health Organization issued a warning and urged governments around the world to reinstate COVID measures such as mask wearing and social distancing because recently released data shows that infections, hospital admissions, and deaths are starting to rise again due to COVID. And one of the new variants that is especially concerning to health officials is the BA 2.75 variant, nicknamed the Centaurus. And this strain is especially concerning, according to experts, because it is capable of spreading rapidly and is able to infect regardless of vaccinations or immunity from previous exposures. So not good news there. Elsewhere, according to an article on Yahoo Finance yesterday, all the major tech companies in the United States are hitting the brakes on hiring due to the current economic situation. Google was the latest tech company to pump the brakes on hiring over concerns regarding the Fed's monetary policy stance and the likelihood of a recession. And this announcement from Google, which came yesterday, mirrored a similar announcement from Meta earlier in the week, who announced a plan to scale back on new hires and current workforce due to the economic downturn. Elsewhere, according to intelligence reports, Vladimir Putin may be recruiting soldiers from jail due to difficulties in recruiting new troops to replace the troops killed or wounded since invading Ukraine. And this news comes as British intelligence reports revealed that at least 20,000 Russian soldiers have been killed in Ukraine since late February, and three to four times that number are wounded or missing. So it seems that Russia is showing no signs of slowing the invasion. Speaking of Russia, yesterday the Biden administration called on Russia to immediately release civilians that it says were forcibly deported from Ukraine, an accusation that would classify as a war crime. So according to reports, the U.S. suspects that between 900,000 and 1.6 million Ukrainian citizens, including 260,000 children, have been detained and forcibly deported from their homes in Russia. So terrible news story there. And lastly, according to a new CNBC study, North Carolina is the top state for business and has the nation's strongest economy. So congrats to all of our listeners in the Tar Heel State. 
And we'll end today, as we always do, by taking a look back at some famous historic events from July 14th of the past. Starting today in 1789, which is when the French Revolution officially began with the storming of the Bastille prison in Paris. And July 14th is now celebrated as France's national holiday. In 1798, the U.S. passed the Sedition Act, which prohibited false, scandalous, and malicious writings against the government. And a slight jump here to our final event, which occurred in 2008, which is when U.S. mortgage companies Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae were bailed out by the United States government. So with that, I hope everyone has a great day. I am Patrick Laffin, and this is the Market in Minutes podcast. Please note the content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a recommendation of any specific investment product, strategy, or decision. It is not intended to suggest taking or refraining from any course of action. It is not intended to address the needs, circumstances, or investment objectives of any specific investor.